When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pop Culture Confidential, and I'm Christina Yerling Biru. Welcome, everyone, to Pop Culture Confidential, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. It's our Emmy prediction special with my frequent prediction partner, Thelma Adams. She's a jack-of-all-trades film critic, former chair of the New York Film Critics Circle. She's a predictor at Gold Derby, both for the Oscars and the Emmys, and, of course, a novelist. Welcome back, Thelma. It is a pleasure, and I can't, I mean, Emmys this year... Who hasn't been watching a lot of TV? We all right? been trapped in front of our televisions, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oddly enough, even some of the great things of this year, I've only caught up with in the past month or two and have been really stunned and happy with, right. with the, 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 the shows that are rising to the top and the variety of shows we have. And also always my thing, a lot of female-driven shows, um, not just star driven, but behind the camera, writing right. the script. So this year was, this year is a really good year, I think. I completely agree. I don't think I'm going to say it at the top. I think it's, and, and this may bite me in the ass. <laughs> I think that it's going to well, be quite you know, an easy happens. year to predict. It's going to be interesting to see if there's any huge spoilers as to what the predictors are saying right now. But it's a very good, interesting year. But it, it's in, in, as opposed to the pandemies last year, this is going to be an in-person event. Cedric the Entertainer is a veteran stand-up and, and he has a show on CBS called The Neighborhood. He's going to host it. Well, what do you think? I think these things are kind of unhostable. It's a challenge. It's difficult. Often what you learn the first time you do it, you don't get a second time to <laughs> perfect it. Um, I think he's going to be amiable and funny and I'm open to it. And another thing before we start is that we've had the Creative Arts Emmys. They're always sort of ahead of the big Emmys, which are on Sunday. Um, it was right. dominated by the winners were Queen's Gambit, The Crown. Netflix had a big has had some uh, big nights for the Creative Arts Emmys. Claire Foy won for Guest Actress of The Crown for like a part that was under one minute, <laughs> where she basically just reads from a paper she read. She did a guest appearance on The Crown. <laughs> Do you think that this it's a Judy Dench thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> but do you think that the fact that Queen's Gambit and the crown won so much at the creative arts Emmys that we're yes. going to see them here? I think so. It's very, it, I think so. And I um, just caught up entirely with the Queen's Gambit. I love that show. So fascinating. Um, also just fascinating. That's the story again of an intelligent woman who's not perfect. I mean, it's baked into the character that she's a prodigy, but that she's messed up mm -hmm. from the beginning. 
she's you know with a kind of Dickensian from age seven yeah (laughs) yeah so I I I'm really blown away by the Queen's Gambit I mean always have been a big crown fan I still am a little bitter you know when they when they did the changing of the guard and Claire Foy left Mm-hmm. I was really invested in her. Yeah. And in fact, she's in a lovely movie with Benedict Cumberbatch about the artist Louis Wayne that I just saw. And it's a p- romantic period comedy. I mean, not comedy. I'm sorry. So, 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 sorry. <laughs> a romantic period drama. <laughs> um, and the two of them are really delightful together. Claire Foy and Benedict Cumberbatch. Just really good yeah and she won her emmy for for this role even though she had wasn't even in the season so (laughs) you got what lots of people there's a lot of crown love a lot of crown love well let's start so everyone get your ballots ready we're gonna do most of the major categories um so let's start with the reality and variety categories so reality tv competition we have the amazing race nailed it rupaul's drag race top chef and the voice gosh well don't we all think it's rupaul's year yes no i really think that this is again his year and that of the i am not a big reality watcher so People can do the minuscule thing. You know, the voice remains very strong. Um, and there are these various other shows that are strong. But RuPaul's Drag Race has has proved that it's a classic. I'm a big Top Chef fan. And I thought that mm. this uh, pandemic season, they had some really, really good and interesting solutions to doing this um, during a pandemic, um, which I thought were really interesting. It was just as exciting. But I still think that RuPaul, um, I'll put RuPaul on the ballot. I mean, that's just a show that everyone loves and that every week everyone's watching it and there's all these new characters. And no, I think that that's unbeatable. But but really, what, one thing that you said, which is really true, was that during the pandemic, the rise of the cooking show, the baking show, the rehab show, the flip, you know, buy it and flip it, all of those kind of household shows, because everybody was at was home, cooking. <laughs> was, was cooking, even me. So, mm. you know, yeah. I can, I can make a really good roast beef now. I know no. the cut and I know how to do it. So thanks pandemic. <laughs> You couldn't invite anyone to eat it, but <laughs> in fact, it was so good that it didn't even make it to leftovers. All right. It was, okay. it, it only made it to the midnight snack stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a strange little category, variety sketch series. There's only two nominees. Um, a yeah, black lady sketch show. Why don't you explain the category? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but Black Lady Sketch Show and Saturday Night Live, which apparently is sketch shows, and there's apparently only two of them. <laughs> odd. Yeah. I find this category odd. Again, I think that this was one of the best years of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And I was in college year one. <laughs> so <laughs> there's been a lot of years, but I have to say that the mix of people was so good. The guest host, the guest host coming back, the sketches, and also I have huge appreciation for the musical sketches. They have a lot of musical comedy talent this year, and they really foregrounded them. 
I also think this was a better year than last year with several uh, sketches and several of these musical um, sketches you're talking about that actually very much went viral. Bowen Yang's wonderful Titanic uh, sketch. Went and I think that is one is a, for the ages. Yeah, that Titanic so I, iceberg. Yeah, that's a, it's mad. so. I also think that due to the fact that people, when you're looking at this, but really remember those sketches this year, as opposed right. to last year, I actually, I'm, I'm putting down Saturday Night Live in this strange little two category. Right. <laughs> competition. Then next, we have the last one of those, and that's variety talk show series. There we have the regular bunch of guys, Conan, uh, Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live last week, tonight with John Oliver, and the late show with Stephen Colbert. She, you know, I always just go with my favorites on this. And I, I think John Oliver is must watch. And um, I also love Colbert. So I would put it that as one and two could switch. And everybody, all the, all the men are good. But those are the shows that I watch. And I think I'm not unique. I'm definitely going for John Oliver. I think his voice during these difficult times is just what everyone refers to. Even though I think Colbert's also done a very good pandemic job, perhaps Conan, since he's sort of leaving, yeah, pulls at the heartstrings, but I do think it's John Oliver's year. I think so too, also because um, he, because he does those long reports and he does, it's like this odd news comedy where you where he opens doors on situations whether it's banking or you know taking on his own corporate yeah it's it's journalism at at its best i mean this is what um, john stewart was doing when he was at his best and and more than i i like trevor noah but more so i think that john oliver's really taken over that place that for me, right. at least, John Stewart once had in right. the and may have again since he's having a show. Yeah, and you know, um, I I would also I would also say that there's a certain nerdy bravery to John Oliver that's unique. Okay, so now the next categories we're getting into are the limited or anthology series or movie, <laughs> which is a very sort of convoluted name for something, but the. This, through the past few years, has been a huge category because the limited series has been such a huge, just big names, the big A-list Hollywood stars. Some of the best things have been done there. So it's quite interesting. Um, so let's start with the supporting actors here. We have supporting actress in limited. And there we have Renee Elise Goldsberry for Hamilton, Catherine Hahn for WandaVision, Moses Ingram for The Queen's Gambit, Julianne Nicholson for Mayor of Easttown, Jean Smart for Mayor of Easttown, and Philippa Sue for Hamilton. Boy, this is a really, this is a really tough, um, a tough category because so many great performances and apples so to oranges, not very comparable. And so I'm just going to go with something, something that I really loved, which is Julianne Nicholson and Mayor of Easttown. Mm. Um, because Julianne Nicholson is an actress that I always want to watch. And she's willing to be quiet and to be counter type. And she always goes for the emotional heart of a scene. 
She goes for the emotional heart, but she doesn't make it happen if it's not supposed to be there. I think she's really an underrated actress. So true. She's a, she's amazing. Almost like one of those character actresses that come, you know, just lift up a series. Right. No, I agree. I think there's, for me, there's two here that it's between, even though, as you said, everyone is good, but I think it's between Catherine mm-hmm. Hahn in WandaVision, who was so talked about and had that right. song that everyone was singing and she's so beloved and Julianne Nicholson for Mayor of Easttown. And I think the only thing I'm thinking about with her is it's sort of quieted down a bit, the discussion of Mayor of Easttown, which is so huge for yeah. a while. But but um, Jean Smart is amazing too, but I think she she's coming back. We'll get back to her in another We'll category. get back to her. <laughs> so that's why I don't think we she's will, winning We yet. will definitely get back to her. But it's between those two. And I am going to, I, I'm going to put down Julianne as well, but it would not surprise me if Catherine would, had a lot of votes and, and right. spoiled. And she's one. beloved and she's excellent. And then we have supporting actor. There we have Thomas Brody Sangster for The Queen's Gambit, David Diggs for Hamilton, Papa Essidu, am I saying that right? For I May Destroy You, Jonathan Groff for Hamilton, Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown, and Anthony Ramis for Hamilton. Lots of Hamilton here. Lots of Hamilton, possibly canceling out Hamilton. Canceling out Hamilton. That's not just possibly, I think it is. So I again have two that have risen to the top. Um, I think for me, Evan Peters from Mayor of Easttown, it really is a supporting performance. It's against type. Um, He becomes, he seems like such a slacker and then he becomes so menacing and the way he unfolds, I think that that's a really standout performance. But I also love Thomas Brody Sangster from The Queen's Gambit. Mm -hmm. He just kind of slings his way into the show and every time he enters a scene, what he's going to do is unexpected and interesting. We think we know him from scene one and we really don't know him at all. Interesting. So but who are you going with or do you? So I would go with Evan Peters in this case. And again, Mayor, Mayor of Easttown, I don't think there's going to be a Mayor of Easttown sweep. I think as things have settled down, there's been a bit of a shift. But in this case, I think he has a real chance. Well, at the moment, everyone I'm taking here is from Maravis Town. So I've, I've hopefully it will sweep a bit because I'm also taking Evan Peters. He was in WandaVision and so discussed there and everyone loved what he did with that. And then all of a sudden he does this completely opposite role. Well, people weren't expecting him, as you said, to be so right playing against type. There's a thing that's like, is this really Evan Peters? Yes, you know. Yes. So lead actor and actress in Limited. So actress, we have Michaela Cole in I May Destroy You, Cynthia Revo in Genius Aretha, Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision, Anya Taylor-Joy in The Queen's Gambit, and Kate Winslet in Mare of Easttown. This is the one that's driving me crazy <laughs> um, of all to come. Do you want me to start or? You start. You start and I'll pick up. I just have to say that I think Michaela Cole is absolutely amazing. And I would, in, and I, I think I May Destroy is one of the most incredible things that has been made for TV. It's just so brave and, and, and good. But I don't think she'll win. But I just, that would please me to no end. <laughs> but I think it's absolutely between 
two other amazing performances, and that's Anya Taylor-Joy in your favorite, The Queen's Gambit, and Kate Winslet in Mare of Easttown, who is so stripped down, just an incredibly brave role in every sense of the word, such an interesting, flawed woman who people were talking about to no end. And then we have Anya Taylor-Joy in this role, which is also flawed, but very different sort of mannered, but incredibly interesting. I'm, you have to help me here because I think it's between Gosh, those two. I wish I could. I'll give you what I, I'll get, I'll talk, you know, I think, let's start with Anya Taylor-Joy. I'm going to put, I don't, I think she's second, but she could win. And the reason I think she could win is because you can't stop watching her. And she is gradually over time, aging, changing, aging, changing, you know, teenager to fashion plate, to drunk, to there's so much going on in this young actress. And she's still kind of at the fine stage of her, you know, this is her big breakout hit. She's been in other things. And she's had notable performances, but this is this is kind of ending up being new girl, old girl. You know, I think not old, but you know, someone who's been on the scene. Obviously, Kate Winslet has gotten her Oscars before, and she's this is this was really her stepping into a kind of glamorous role um, and bringing depth and consistency and caring. I mean, it's Mare of Eastham. It's, it's her. It's her. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if I went into my heart heart, I would say Anya. That's, what, uh, that's who I would want to win. But I think Kate Winslet will be rewarded for stepping so hard into television and, and acting against type. I think I will go with Anya, actually, because I think that sort of ingenue and such a, you just see her in this role in your mind. As soon as you say the Queen's Gambit, you see, you know, her, her, her eyes, face, her eyes, everything. But I'm, I'm absolutely not sure. But to, just to, to have something down here for the show, I'm going to well, go. Now you're it. making me think that maybe oh, she could win. It's, it's really hard. The only thing that, that's bothering me is that I have the, I'm so sure about the other two in the other two supporting. And then all of a sudden, Kate doesn't win. That seems weird. <laughs> for Mare of Easton, I mean, with Julianne and. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that and think, I saw... Queen's Gambit, I started to watch it and then I finished it recently. So it's fresher in my mind, but also I felt a little bit like Mare of Easttown. There were times where I'm like, okay, I'm just seeing it to be complete. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Queen's Gambit was every time it went in a different direction um, and it was unexpected and it was stylized, but the emotion was very strong such an interesting world so many interesting characters that she interacts with and such a new world i mean mare of easttown new- is is it's very new to see kate winslet like that Rust it's new out. in a sense but it's still it's still a murder mystery went off the rails a few times for me if you ask me but right. i mean still really well acted and and everything so 
But also, Christina, I just want to pause and say you and I watch a lot of international TV. So that kind of female driven detective show has already been done really, really well in Scandinavia, in France, in Spain. There, there are a lot, and in England, there are a lot of those shows. So maybe for me watching it, it wasn't as, I'd rather watch Captain Marlowe, which is comedic, or, you know, I love Spiral, which is unexpected and has a central female character, Captain Berteau, who's, you know, goes in so many different directions. I've seen, we've, we've seen these kind of Wallander things before, and Wallander obviously male, but the gloomy Gus detective is a trope. And so, yes, she's stepping in, and yes, she's terrific, but it's not really as groundbreaking as it's being pitched. Whereas I would say Queen's Gambit comes from a completely different silo. I'm going with Anya. <laughs> okay. So Good. let's do lead actor in Limited. There we have Paul Bettany for WandaVision, Hugh Grant for The Undoing, Ewan McGregor in Halston, Lin-Manuel Miranda in Hamilton, and Leslie Odom Jr. for Hamilton. It's kind of funny how Hamilton is just kind of dropped. Like they're there. It was the biggest thing on Broadway. And then I, it really, although it's nominated, I, I don't think it's going to win much. Oh, I don't think so either. So I... I think Paul Bettany from WandaVision is probably the one that I would put my money on. I love Hugh Grant. I so hated that I'll, show though. <laughs> ah, la, 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 la. What <laughs> I would say is I became undone with the show before it was over. Or I came done before. I was finished <laughs> before it ended. It ended, yeah. He, he was good, but Paul Bettany seemed to love the role he was just joy and just nothing we'd ever seen from him before and and um no I definitely think he just brought such a spark of energy to this that that I think it's his here and Halston was not a show that anyone really liked even though Ewan McGregor is always great and again Hamilton I think just cancels itself out I mean that was on Broadway it's spectacular but filmed Broadway maybe we don't need to award in a tv competition <laughs> so right yeah, yeah that's how i'm seeing it here so who do we have left so let's go to comedy yes. let's go to supporting actress and actor in comedy there we have ad bryant for snl hannah and hannah einbinder for hacks kate mckinnon for snl rosie perez in the flight attendant cecily strong in snl juno temple in ted lasso and hannah waddingham in ted lasso now we're getting to a bunch of categories with so many nominees as opposed to the variety thing so um it's gonna take a while for me to read them but there you have them i have a clear-cut winner here okay i am still torn okay but I am a big Ted Lasso fan. Me it has too. gotten me through many weeks now that I've fin figured out how to get Apple Plus. <laughs> um, and it has been, it's just been a joy, a, a savior. So I would say my number one is Hannah Waddington. My number two is Juno Temple. I mean, she's fantastic. The whole thing. Yeah. 
So I'm very biased here. And I think I'm biased with everyone else, with, <laughs> with everyone else that I think, and Hannah Waddingham. And then not only is she sad, funny, vulnerable, beautiful. She, she sings like sing. a goddess, yeah, everything. She transforms it from this sort of power woman that we've seen thousand times. It's where she just takes this role to every place you can imagine. Right. I think another one who who's I think very talked about and who does a good job is Hannah Einbinder in, in Hacks. Um, I think a lot of people very much just, so. She deserves a lot of love and 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 many other ones that hear it good. But I think it's Hannah all the way. Exactly, exactly. And we have to just you know shout out to the women of Saturday Night Live. Oh. They have finally gotten the material they deserve to a greater extent. And they all three are good. Cecily Strong really had one of her strongest years. She was really given material to work with. And I think Kate McKinnon, you know, should be getting Kennedy Center honors for how much she contributed to America this past year. So supporting actor and comedy, we have Carl. Oh, this is a hard one. Yes. Carl Clemens Hopkins for Hacks, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso, Brendan Hunt, Ted Lasso, Nick Mohammed, Ted Lasso, Paul Reiser, The Kaminsky Method, Jeremy Swift, Ted Lasso, Keenan Thompson for Sad Night Live, Bowen Yang for Sad Night Live. All these four Ted Lasso guys, I think we'll cancel each other out, but all four are just amazing. 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 So, so I would say I'm going with Titanic the titanic iceberg i think bo and yang to me this year he did so many great things but that was that became that's a classic saturday night live sketch that they will repeat you know when they do the best of and he has really come come forward this year is he still a featured player right I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be yeah, historic. If so. he wins, he's still not even part of, he's the featured player, which is not part of the main cast. Um, and he's right. still brought so much in every, you know, to every single episode. Right. The spoiler is potentially Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Roy because Kent. this, <laughs> Kent, this season, season two, he is the man. And um I'll say one thing he's probably the character that brings my husband back again and again to sit and watch it with me um and he's so tender with his niece and again this is another character who's growing who has so many layers who's interesting and is still always funny always hits his mark who could have been so so that would be the spoiler well, I have another spoiler. I think that Keenan Thompson Ooh. could be a spoiler because I think he's so beloved. He's the he's been the, the longest cast member in SNL history. I think at this point he has Jeez. another show on. Um, I think people really find him deserving. He did win for writing or something like that. I think at the career, so he has one. But but I also have this feeling about Bowen that people just have him top of mind when you see this long list of people. Everyone loves all the Ted Lasso, but you have to sort of choose between all these great ones. And Coach Brendan Hunt is so great, and he's also written the show or, or written on the show. So I just think they sort of cancel each other out and happy to be nominated right. and they'll be back for season two. But um, yeah, right, exactly. Nope, that's what exactly. we're saying. 
So I'm going with Bowen. I'm I'm sinking with the Titanic on that one. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So then we have the leads in comedy. Lead actress, A.D. Bryant for Shrill. So she's actually double nominated, both in supporting right. and Quayley Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Allison Janney for Mom, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Gene Smart for Hacks. Gene Smart. Gene Smart. It's going to no be Gene Smart. Not getting for Mare, but she's at, I mean, she is so absolutely terrific that. She's so absolutely terrific in Mayor of Eastham also as the mother. She's really, really good. I mean, when you, she's just an actress who's always been good designing women. She was fabulous. And there was a period where she didn't get that many, as much to do. And now she's come back and Hacks is, Hacks is a great role for her. So lead actor comedy, Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, um, William H. Macy, Shameless, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Keenan Thompson for Keenan, also double nominated. Sudeikis, right? Sudeikis. So, I mean, no I mean, how? contest. How? Not, how? There's no question. I mean, who, he is the heart and soul of that show. Just, I, there's nothing to talk about. I think this, that would they would just and, form. and also I think I think for a generation, a younger generation that is dealing with anxiety, to see him have panic attacks and anxiety attacks, and how he deals with them, and how the people around him deal with it, it's really addressing something that's very important in a comedic way. Yeah, it has many layers, and they have such a diverse group of writers lots of women on the show writing at least for season two um they're doing some interesting things with the with the format that could be so stereotypical you could think yeah we're gonna make fun of americans coming to england we're gonna make fun of the british soccer players and nothing everything is just not what you think it's gonna be at the end and a really lovely Christmas episode. Oh my God. That we're going to go back to, it became canon immediately. So we'll be watching Snoopy. We'll be watching a couple of, and then also Ted Lasso's Christmas episode. Right. <laughs> so drama, um, because I want to save the series for the very end. Let's do supporting actress. Gillian Anderson in The Crown. Madeline Brewer in The Handmaid's Tale, Helena Bonham Carter in The Crown, and Dowd in The Handmaid's Tale, Anjanue Ellis for Lovecraft Country, Emerald Fennell for The Crown, Yvonne Strahovski for The Handmaid's Tale, and Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's Tale. So it's a lot of people competing against other people in their series, which is tricky. Um, I am going, I am saying Gillian Anderson. Margaret Thatcher, anyone who plays Margaret Thatcher wins and she did it well. Meryl, Meryl Streep won that Oscar against all odds. She did. And Jillian has won for this before with the Golden Globes, right? Wasn't it for this role? No, I think it's hers. And I think this is where we're getting into the crown sweeps and crown cluster. Yeah. Um, Um, And I love Helena Bonham Carter. So, you know, what can you do? Yes, now we're going to actor. So Giancarlo Esposito for The Mandalorian, O.T. Fagbenel for The Handmaid's Tale, John Lithgow, Perry Mason, Tobias Menzies in The Crown, Max Minghella, The Handmaid's Tale, Chris Sullivan, This Is Us, Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale, and Michael K. Williams for Lovecraft Country. Well, we can, we can, you know, kind of take out all the Handmaid's Tale people who were competing against each other and just go, there's no way that will coalesce. Um, I 
among those who think can't figure out why Lovecraft Country did not get renewed. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Michael K. Williams deserves the award and his premature death this month, this last month. Um, how can it not solidify it? This great, great, great actor who time and again, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, Some of the best series ever made. Some of the best characters that he made really embodied. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I I just, how can you not recognize that this moment this year? So now we have lead actress in drama. Uzu Oduba in In Treatment, Olivia Colman, The Crown, Emma Corrin, The Crown, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, MJ Rodriguez in Pose, and Journey Smollett for Lovecraft Country. Um, I would have to say that it's it's the princess die winning it's the you know emma corin of the crown we're gonna see a lot of the crown um it's hard to imagine olivia coleman not winning but i do think um it's emma what about you I think it's going to be so much die this year with Spencer coming, Kristen Stewart, with Emma Corrin. With all the drama in the, with all the drama that's still continuing in the palace, right? For me, it's between two here. It's Emma Corrin, The Crown, and MJ Rodriguez in Pose, which I think a lot of people Mm. have talked about that performance and how great it is and it could be a spoiler but I am also going with Emma Corrin I think she especially that episode which I don't now don't remember what the name was but where she's roller skating in in the castle and she just did a really good job um, in a role that could have been just you know parody really right I think so too and a lot of people feel ownership about Princess Di and they feel like Emma met their expectations. So lead actor drama, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Jonathan Mayers in Lovecraft Country, Josh O'Connor in The Crown, Rige Jean Page in Bridgerton, Billy Porter in Pose, and Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. I loved Matthew Reese and Perry Mason. I love Perry Mason. For those people who have not yet watched the whole series, it takes three or four episodes to launch and then once it does it is fantastic and he is the heart and soul and he goes through a real transformation at first you're like shave you're so depressed like shave and then (laughs) and then by the end he is you realize oh you know the purpose of it is that he's so lost at the beginning and he finds himself by the end that said, I do think it's going to be Josh O'Connor for the crown. This is going to be part of, of the places where they take their Emmys. I am going with Josh O'Connor too, but I have the same spoiler from the same show because I think the possible spoiler here is Billy Porter in Pose, who also did an incredible season. Fantastic. Um, this, I think, is close, actually. I think it's even closer than MJ Rodriguez in Pose right. and Emma Corrin. But I still think, uh, especially considering the one minute win for Claire Foy <laughs> um, for the crown <laughs> and the creative arts, I think that th- this is the crown sweep. Crown sweep.
Limited or anthology series, I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easttown, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground Railroad, and WandaVision. These are some great shows, I have to say. Some great shows. <laughs> I mean, The Underground Railroad is a tough watch, but oh my God, it's good. And and I May right. Destroy You again. Um, I cannot emphasize enough how much I think this was something new that, that came out of nowhere and just blew me away. And and. I think Mayor of Easttown and the Queen's Gambit are so talked about and beloved and WandaVision has its huge following. This is hard. <laughs> I know. I know, but I am going to just leap Queen's Gambit. Yeah. I'm going to take Queen's Gambit too. I think Mayor of Easttown had a huge moment, but it's less talked about. I, that's, exactly, that's exactly how I feel. And the Queen's Gambit just... And I don't know if this is because I saw it later and so it stayed, but it's really stayed in my mind. And I really enjoyed every part of it. You know, the cinematography, the design, the fashion, the the supporting players. I just thought this was a story I had not seen before. And as you were saying before, when we're talking about Maravise Town is more of a trope, even though we needed it during the pandemic and it was exciting and so well acted, but it, it's less original, maybe. I would, I would say that. So comedy series, here's a whole bunch. Um, although I think this That's is cool, also yeah. in the bag. <laughs> uh, Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, The Kaminsky Method, Pen15, and Ted Lasso. We're thinking Ted Lasso, right? There's no... Ted Lasso is the comedy of the pandemic. It's the, you know, the feel-good, feel-bad comedy of the pandemic. It just hits all the right notes without trying to hit all the right notes. But can I just ask you, Thelma, how can Emily in Paris be in here with so much other stuff? They're I don't paying know. paying someone for this? Or... Well, it must, maybe it had a good campaign. And I think, you know, the whole idea of campaigning and predicting, everything is different this year. Um, it's not like we have the big parties and all of the, the yeah, and all of the currying of favor, although there's still swag and there's still events, but not like it has been in the past. So it'll be interesting to see where this all lands. But Emily in Paris, no idea how it got there. But we're going Ted Lasso all the way here. So last but not least, drama series. The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. And this is just the continued sweep, right? The Crown. Yeah, Crown. Continued sweep. Which, you know, I think is funny because I was always so into period dramas. And um, now they've become so mainstream. Um, they become so mainstream that then you even have Bridgerton, which takes it and turns it on its head, or the great from Hulu that turns the period period pieces on their head. So um, I think that this is a slam dunk at this level. It's a slam dunk that it's going to be the crown. Thelma, this is always so great. So on Sunday, we'll know. I think we were, we, there's not a lot of things we'd disagreed on we have a few that we're more uncertain on but i think that um right we'll have to watch this sort of together and see what where we were completely wrong but i think we'll be wrong together <laughs> we'll be wrong together or right together so we'll still have the same percentage thank you so much i'll call you again My pleasure i'll talk to you again soon 
Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 